cheers to episode. Oh, well, Evan's got someone from McDonald's. Cheers to episode 85. Sweet tea. Cheers. Cheers. I actually had a sweet tea from McDonald's the other day. Mango high noon. Sweet tea. Nothing. Nothing. I'm drink. I chose a drink tonight. Sand One, because I'm stressed out right now. Oh. And two, we're talking about one of my favorite topics in the world, which is just reckless predictions for our college football teams this season. So I was like, I would like to get a little drunk. Mm-hmm. And we're ce- also celebrating Alex's Golf League Championship. Which, yeah, a little teaser for this show. So welcome in. Let's get the logistics out of the way. Let's do this. How to listen to this podcast. How to help out this podcast going into football season. At Shot of MS on all social platforms. Give, give us a foul. Uh, where to listen. Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Apple, they call following. Click the little plus button in the top right corner. Spotify, I think you also follow podcasts. And YouTube, you subscribe. So feel free to do it on any of them. Um, especially YouTube. We don't, we don't really talk about YouTube much. Might as well subscribe on there. See, see the hype videos when they drop on YouTube. Um, with all that being said, it's Tuesday, August 23rd. 2022 to keep the year straight it is about to be 8 p.m 7:57. welcome in to the number one sports podcast in michigan that you've just subscribed to and download so now we're even more number one and i hope you guys are sitting down there's football every week until the super bowl can we get a date for that Let's call it February 15th, just a guess. How many weeks? Well, from now, from a kickoff yeah, and dump. Just type well, in Well, realistically, not any game before Northwest, Northwestern Nebraska. I don't think I'm going to be watching any game before then or even know what's going on. Now, so you'll from have that game, From that game until the Super Bowl, which will be Lions-Chiefs, and Alex will have to put his flag on the ground about who he really supports. You have 173 days of football, Alex. Not enough. Not yeah, enough. That doesn't seem like enough at all. It's how many days until Super Bowl 2023? It's 173 days. Super Bowl what? The year 2023. Oh, I thought you said Super Bowl 53. I was like, Evan, that was a few years ago, wasn't it? No. Well, actually, it works out where Nebraska Northwestern is the second game of the season. I will not be 24 watching. weeks, six days. I will not be watching Austin P at Western Kentucky 11 a.m. on CBSSN. Nope. All right. Tickets are low as $23 for that. That's way too expensive for at Western Kentucky. Mm, the Hilltoppers. The school that Bailey's at Bills. Yeah. High school football starts this week, too. Shout out all the high school athletes. Hell yes. Let's go. Win. Uh, Evan, are you coaching? Whoops. Uh, I don't know what I did. Not high school. What'd you do? I would stop recording. Uh, I hit chat on the the Zoom. Oh, who cares? Uh, you're co- coaching middle school. Yep. Nice. How do they do? How do they split up middle school? Do they still do like black team, orange team? No, or something like only that? one per team. There's not enough kids anymore. Participation is down. Really? Yep. Thanks a lot, Will Smith concussion movie. <laughs> kids are afraid of football. Lacrosse. That's depressing. That's that's not good for society. Um, How many kids do you have? No idea. It was equipment handout day today. 
So you guys have a game this week and you haven't practiced? Alex, you think we have a game this week? Middle school. Well, you kind of said like high school starts this week. I thought middle school would align with high school. No. They have six games. Don't yell at us like we should know middle school, high school. You should have common sense. Yeah, I thought middle school play the same schedule as high school. This is a really like deep dive intimate thing I'm going to let into my life here. A A recurring Made me think when Evan said equipment day, so bear with me how my brain works. I've had a re- recurring nightmare. I don't have it anymore. I probably will at some point. Uh, like all throughout college, so past high school, it would be like I would essentially be thrust back into having a big Friday night football game. I was back in high school. Or even I've had it where like somehow I got another extra year of eligibility for high school football. So I was able to go back and play with the team, but I could never find my home Jersey on game day. So therefore I had to sit out. (laughs) I've had this same dream at least five times. Yeah. Well, you just miss sports, man. What is it? Yeah. It says one. And you can't play anymore because you're too old. Glory days. And two, I'm also used to be OCD about checking my bag especially when I was a catcher in baseball, like making sure I didn't lose any piece of equipment. So my nightmare is that like I actually lost the most important thing you need of like my jersey and my pad. So I couldn't play in the one opportunity I had to actually play. So yeah. But equipment day is a great time. It's always like gotta find the you right pair therapist. Of, gotta find <laughs> gotta find the right pair of shoulder pads. I don't know about you guys, but I ended up using I think I used my middle school shoulder pads like in high school. Like the ones we got. I used cheap. my sixth grade pads all through my whole football. The like white with the orange lettering. Yeah. yeah. The tiny ones. Yeah. Smaller the better. Yep. I mean, are you a giant shoulder pad kid? Um, I feel like Evan did have big shoulder pads. I did. I, not, think I, used, high school. I don't think I used like middle school ones. I think I just grabbed like the smallest pair possible. That was available. I was a big hike up the knee pads above my knees, even though it was technically illegal because I just want to be able to move. Nothing feels worse than wearing knee pads on your actual knee. You can't run well. True. Um, This show, weekly check-ins, what happened in our lives since? Were you laughing at that transition, Alex, or what? Just thinking how we how deep we got into that. I was yeah. going to say something else, too, but I didn't. So okay. Are you sure you don't want to? Well, I was just going to ask you. Did you, yeah. in ninth grade, when they handed out helmets, get one with a bar down the middle? In ninth grade? Did. Yeah, like they handed out freshman no, football, they handed out grade. helmets. No, Alex, I don't I, think I, you did. I think I Grant did. I don't know if it was ninth grade, but I think at one point in my football career. I know I, Grant had a line down his helmet at one point. I did have that, and then I had to like, I think I went with my dad and bought one that fit from like dicks and we screwed it on myself because i remember asking the coach like can i change this and they're like no so yeah, I, was I think like, well, i remember that's, that that's conversation. not that's not going to work for me because i can't play with this in the middle of my face so i'm gonna go buy one <laughs> i think that's what happened because i can remember screwing it off and putting on the new one i could have just swore like first day of practice granted big lineman face mask and i was like dude what are you doing it's as it's as uh, distracting as you envision it like it's really hard to to see a football if you're trying to catch it as a skill position with a bar in the middle of your face i can't imagine it's easy yeah. so check-ins and then basically we just have michigan football and michigan state football um 
we'll say it more throughout the show with some listener questions if we've answered them already. But if you want to stop now and listen to our offensive preview and defensive preview for each team, go back and do that. Um, they're labeled as such on um, podcast apps. You'll be able to see like offensive preview because that is more in-depth of actual players. This is going to be more like any big picture storylines, hot takes, and then season predictions of what's going to happen. So it won't be as in-depth, but we'll still be good. And then that's pretty much it. Those two, those uh, three buckets of things. So without further ado, I think we have to start off. I know they say save best for life. I think we have to start off with Alex since it's fresh off your brain. And we had a great photo last night on Twitter. I'm going to guess Evan was Evan was the Ian Rappaport last night at Raising oh, Valley yeah. Golf Club. Adam um, Schefter following me around. Uh, Alex and his dad, G, won the Raising Valley Golf League, which I believe – is the second time it's happened since we've had this podcast or maybe you won the year before we started i don't know but i think you guys are two-time winners at this point two-time champs but no we won in 2015 okay way off never mind <laughs> so, close enough really well, close. had some near finishes but uh yeah we got the job done last night we needed uh to 17 and a half points to win and we took 22 and a half so we dominated and it's um, out of 30 total yeah, you could get. Yeah, so yeah, just, just a little spanking from the beginning. Yeah. Um, Who'd you play? I made if a 50-footer on 11, played uh, KP and John. Cool. You know, you know KP, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. We, I played okay. They played bad. That's just kind of how it works. Uh, um, I shot 38. Good enough. My dad didn't play too hot. Good enough. And yeah, we won. It's a good time. You know, I thought my life would be drastically different. You know, greatest moment of my life. Nope. Nothing's changed. Well, that was really depressing, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just realize, you know, you want a men's beer league golfed. You know, it's not as cool as it looks. Happy to know. win, though. Would have in rather the, won than lost. In the photo, which I want to spend some time on. Your dad looks like he's having a fantastic time having oh, won yeah. the league. And my thought was, one, I'm glad you didn't retake it. But was there a thought like we should retake this because his eyes are just closed and just enjoying life? You're like, nope, this is the photo. No, I mean, Adam Schefter himself, he just took the photo and posted it. So, yeah, no, never thought of taking it again. This That state was pretty accurate. Evan your perspective were you did you even golf that night or did you just follow alex around he um, was technically golfing the group behind me we were oh, behind him and perfect so, setup perfect setup um so like on 11 t box they were waiting we drove up to 10 asked them right away how did the first hole go um and then you had to wait on 12 so after 11 you have to wait on 12 for a while so and again ask them right away how's it going um then cut up to you I hit a bad tee shot on 13. I found you guys on 14. You know, just, just, I was basically just go on my way and try to find them and just ask them. Um, and then just keep the fans invested in the actual biggest championship that we've had the last couple of years. Yeah. I mean, it's great content, it's great source. You know, Alex talks about this big game and he's a really good golfer and put his mouth where his, uh, his money is, you know. Money where his mouth is. No, put your mouth where your money is. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds wrong when you flip it. It actually sounds really like not safe for work. Yeah. 
So I guess I do feel validated now. I talk like I'm a decent golfer. Now I've won the league. Yes. Now I guess Some I'm are okay. saying this championship is harder to win than the men's invite that you well, played in. People are saying that. I'm not. But people you don't are. have to play everybody in the men's invite. You have to play everybody in this. Yeah, the reason every team. The reason here you 14 go. of them. Perfectly summed up. The Raisin Valley Monday Night League Championship, as Evan put it on our Twitter. Um, go retweet, go like. Yes, go retweet the greatest picture of all time. It's <laughs> it's the Premier League table, and the men's invite is the Champions League. So it's a grind. Anybody can get hot in the Champions League. We see that, you know, with Man City never winning it. They're clearly a dominant <laughs> team that wins the Premier League every year. So this was the Premier League. Play everybody fair. Champions League, men's invite. Yeah, I think it's a great redemption arc of this of this summer of golf that the invite did not go the way you wanted it, and it accumulates a Monday Night League championship. And speaking of that, my invite partner says that he is gunning to join the Monday Night League because that's how great of a it's league it is. place to be. Wow. I've heard yeah. that Monday Night League is better than any league at any other course in the area. In Lenawee County, are we thinking? Oh, easily. Oh, yeah, we have fun. So. It was a great time. Well, I mean, you have complained a lot about how people ditch you after rounds. <laughs> uh, we have fun during. Yeah. I, it was that we had one fun week. last night. Unless you go I had a great time last night. We weren't playing for uh, anything. We were, I was playing for 12th place. wasn't playing for anything. Just go out there and just whack the ball around. You didn't finish last? Is that confirmed? Confirmed. We took 19 points last night. There's no way we finished last. Wow. Elite. All right, I want to go in reverse chronological order then to the fancy football draft hosted at the Cadmus household. Um, first of all, I'm bummed I was not able to make it. I am Please. sure you were. I am. <laughs> what the, what the f- that mean? Oh, I would have loved to see your reaction when we were doing the rules debate. Well, I, I hated it. it been, I was it up against the wall by myself. Topic. It is interesting because it always. This happened last year too, Alex. You weren't there, but like leading up, no one really tips their hand of like what rules are going to be on the table. Weird and then you things get there. came up, and I was like, "Yeah." Wow. And then there's like I, seven rule changes I'd never even thought of. I'm like, "Oh, I guess I got to start thinking on the spot now." But it is—it's a very like intense moment because it's like, and Evan keeps that thing moving because we still have to draft. He's like, "No, I need your answers in right now. Decide if you want this." And then I was like, "Oh my god, what do I do?" And then a lot of like bullying goes on, like strong arming, like, "No, I need you to vote for this." So I can imagine it was fascinating. I learned that our league hates winners. Um, so that's what I learned during the rule session portion of the draft. People don't like when people use the rules to their advantage to win. And people get upset about that. That's why I was backed into a corner and just had my own self to defend myself because the only other person in the league that does it is you, Grant. So thank you for not being there. I could have used your support. I mean... A lot of I mean, I've been guilty of doing to, it. To I think there's more people that have been guilty of doing it. It's just the fact that I do it because I see you two do it. And so I'm like, well, might as well. I'll do it too. Yeah. Right. I was indifferent either way. I could see it either way. I just know some people, my own frustration with it is like if only a couple people do it, that's like six or seven people that could potentially be on like a roster that now you can't have them until Wednesday because we're not dropping them until Sunday of game week. Yeah, I guess people don't know what and we're talking like, about. The, yes, the people correct. listening to this. <laughs> yeah. The, our our right. fantasy league will understand. Like, we drop kickers and defenses so we can pick up extra players and we just stash them and we won't add a defensive kicker until 11, 1259. Yeah. 
Um, Genius. What it what it is though, like the big picture that everyone can relate to in sports is like we see this with innovative coaches like the Bill Belichick's of the world, like what they did to the Baltimore Ravens with the offensive linemen, what him and Vrabel do with milking game clock with their special teams play in the playoffs. Like people find loopholes and then it's up to the other people in the league if it rubs them the wrong way to bring it up. So I don't like, do I wish I could still do it? Yes. But also it's like now that it's made a rule, it, the right it process sucks. was taken. So I can't really be that mad because it's like, all right, as, as long as everyone's on the same playing field with it, it's like, okay, that's that's fine. You might I mean, have been upset in the moment. I thought about it today. There's one way, another way around it, but there, it's more risk. No, Evan's got a loophole for the loophole. I would like to hear the loophole. There, it's it's just more risk. Depends on how you want to play your. It's now it's just roster. How you want to play your roster. Just not play a kicker it's, at all. It's not two people. Well, you have to have a kicker. Um, Do you have to start a kicker? Is that's not a rule? You just take zero points that week, I guess. Defense, same thing. Yeah. I I didn't think of that it was like you could just you have the rotating, revolving door of quarterbacks. That's one position that like if you don't have the elite of elite like number six through 14 quarterback in fantasy football is basically like the same guy. Yeah. You but could Grant drop a quarterback every single week and now, just, so. you drop your quarterback every single week and then just pick, play the matchups. And if you, oh, if I, I've gets, already like schemed up some things of what I'm going to do. If everyone gets really upset that you're, and then people are hoarding quarterbacks on their bench, then more power to them because now they have less spots on their bench. What was, I guess the main question I think maybe listeners would, find interesting that play fantasy football is what was the most surprising thing that you found from draft night when it came to a certain player how they reviewed or if there was any like crazy moments when it came to us that you stand out like oh this guy went for a ton or there wasn't much interest in this guy or whatever i feel like that could be interesting look at the well one other than quarter uh josh hallen all quarterbacks were like a dollar like you pick any of them they were like a dollar i didn't know which was which was a little surprising. Um, I'm guessing it had to do with his disappearance from the team, but Tom Brady, who was the number one quarterback in fantasy last year, did not go drafted. He didn't get drafted last year either. And uh, I Correct. had like I had like one of the last waiver pickups, and I got him on waivers. So I was like, well, I guess maybe everyone – I felt dumb. I feel like I'm the idiot. I'm like, who does people know that something wrong with this guy? But that was fascinating. Um I'm looking at. I think it was a little more balanced this year. Last year, the running backs went way a lot more money than wide receivers were like bargain last year's. I think it's more. It was more balanced this year. I would say no one went in the triple digits this year. False. Derrick Henry did. Yeah, that surprised me. I can't. He was like. Well, Evan was a part of that. Yeah, I I was in on it, and I would I didn't want to give in, but I gave in because I already had one on my. Budget. <laughs> That's what you meant to say, Alex. All right. Well, that happened. We'll maybe we'll give updates here and there if we think they're fascinating enough. Because we, I joked before we started recording, it's like everyone cares about their own fantasy league, but you don't really care about others. But if there's good rivalries between the three of us on this show, I play Evan Week One, so maybe we get into that a little bit when it comes down to it. Um, oh, Saturday, Sunday, when I was doing this, Hunter, I figured try to figure out the schedule. So complicated, and I finally just typed in Google like random. 12-team round robin, basically. Yeah. And manually put in every single week every who everybody was playing on ESPN. Damn. So there wasn't any repeats. That and then I spun the wheel. I spun the wheel for divisions. So that's how it happened. The wheel is just. 
the wheel is just Grand Knights um, Division stinks. Alex, I'm in that one. Oops. I, I mean, I, it's hard to. It's hard to. You can go by historical, but like anyone can get hot with a certain team. Well, um, I like the three of ours chances. Going back now, reverse chronological. Evan, you had a night at Mox. Uh, Whoa, that's. I wasn't the only one there. That was a good time. But I'm saying Evan had himself a night from I don't really know. So you guys are not to inform me and the people I saw through Snapchats. I was like, I could you can tell when Evan's feeling himself and other people's Snapchats. I'm like, yep. He also looked like he was probably winning a bunch of money in pool. Um, <laughs> unless those were just the highlights. But I am curious to see how Mux went down on Friday night. It was you get a there movie, and there are more people movie. show up that you weren't expecting, and then it's just a good time, and then you're in the right group of people because People are just buying you drinks left and right. Yeah, and you don't even ask I for didn't it. Buy anything. People just people just hand you stuff. <laughs> I did not spend a dollar, and wow, I was blitzed. I bought two tall summer shanties. Was Wyatt at the root of this? Wyatt's a big no. Wyatt was not at the root of this. No, there was probably what in our group that we were hanging out with probably like twenty of us, twenty five of us. It's a lot of people. We were the whole bar. We were. I knew. I knew everybody in the bar basically it was such a good night and we had so much fun like just conversations with people playing pool um that i didn't even know how late it was until i was standing at our table and the bartender just walks around and say last call anybody want anything last call i was like there is no way it is that time i have to get up at 5 30 to go to work tomorrow really no you way did? Yeah, I left I the woke bar up. at 2, 10 a.m. They had to tell us to leave. There was still like 15 of us, and we didn't know that it was after 2. Kicked out of mucks. That's a great time. First sponsor of this, uh, first sponsor of our podcast, Mux Sports Bar. Um, yeah. I had a great time. Shout out Cormy. Um, his first Shout time there um, with friends. He's been there before, but he's um, can experience his can experience it in a different way. He was my pool partner too, so. He gave me a ride home. Shout out to him. Mm, nice. And we, he took me, well, we dropped people off at a pool party at 2.30 in the morning, went swimming, and then Irish exited. Pretty cool. What? Cormac's first time Irish exiting a pool party. Wow. Wait. It's quite the rush. Dropped, dropped him off, and then he was like, was there for like a second, then dipped? So we... Had a group of people in the car because he was driving. Mm-hmm. We got out. We swam for like 25 minutes. Wyatt attempted to drown me in a pool. Classic. Him and Drew actually ganged up on me in the pool. It's a big, oh, classic. big deal. Shocking. And then uh, then I was drying off. And I was like, Cormac, you want to you wanna Irish exit? He's like, oh, I've never done that before. I was like, yeah, you want to do it. <laughs> what a rush. And we sprinted through the house while no one was looking and left. Um, my only update I have is I bought a forty-pound kettlebell. So that's how's the the balking road to one eighty. Well, I bought that's the update. I bought a forty-pound kettlebell. <laughs> Do you think that's gonna uh, help? I was I was one seventy-two when I went to bed last We're night. We're making no no goddamn progress, Grant. No, <laughs> no, no, really not. Um, my mom also hard. called you a psychopath for the Alfredo. Forgot to tell you that. Oh, we didn't get to talk about it. Probably the best. Oh, I had a lot of people comment on that. 
probably the best mention we've ever had from Cormy himself. That I laughed out loud. I didn't know <laughs> that scene the from. I didn't know that scene from The Office existed. That was hilarious, and just it was an all-time tweet. Yeah, I've heard a lot of rude remarks about your Alfredo eating. People just and I was curious. So I asked my parents when I I try to call them, you know, once a week, catch up, be a good son, good brother. Better I'm than like, him. Better than I was me. like, what do you guys think? Like, I'm surprised. Like Alex and Evan reacted so like it was crazy that I ate that. And they're like, well, it's because it's Alfredo. Like if it was like chicken, rice, and broccoli, they probably like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But like, I guess Alfredo is milky Alfredo. You could say that you eat every pasta night. every. If you were to just said I eat pasta every night, I've been like, yeah, you know, yeah, I like yeah. pasta too. But you say Alfredo, that means it's the same sauce Rich. every yeah. single <laughs> every night. Single I'm so night. weird with my food. Like I can't eat the same breakfast like back to back days. Yeah. Well, so that's Evan. I change my breakfast every single day. Every single day of the week, I can't eat the same breakfast. So you can't eat like Pop Tarts one morning, Pop Tarts the next morning. No. But the weird thing is, I eat the same snacks every single day at work. That interesting. That is weird. And you also eat the same lunches every day in daycare for my whole life. And and during all the way through high school, all the way through high school. Now that I have my freedom of I can pick whatever I want, I just I don't have mommy putting uh, your brown paper bag lunch together. Yes. So it sounds like the takeaways people think that I might be on the sociopath serial serial killer spectrum with with that. Free crime. You're Free you're crime. on the Mount Rushmore. Just Free crime. add that conversation when you talk with your therapist about the dream and then now the Alfredo. <laughs> why can't I find my high school jersey and why do I Living eat alone Alfredo? has changed Grant quite a bit. I don't I don't know if it has. Well, bulking bulking has changed me. I'm also trying to bulk. Trying to. It's yeah. Emphasis it's on pretty trying. tough. I feel like I'm eating a lot and then nothing's happening. Yeah. Can relate to that. My last question for you guys before we get into football, unless you guys have anything else in check-ins, is are you guys ready to be hurt again by Game of Thrones? Oh, my God, dude. First episode Ball was in. fantastic. So, yep. You, you guys are yeah. both ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Fantastic. Ready to be hurt again. I just don't think it can end bad this time. I think it can end better. <laughs> dude, imagine, it, was, it was a fantastic pilot. Dude, but I'm, just I'm imagine it can't go that, poorly. The fact that you're saying that, flashback I've already to, forgotten about season fla- Flashback to like our end of college when that, that season dropped, like a two-year buildup. I'm sure you were like, yep, this season's going to be so amazing. And now we're just going to do it all over again. Well, I just love that, you know, the whole world unites around watching it together at the same time. And it's just like, you know, everybody's doing it. Just something about it just gets you more excited. Do you see the video of like the New York City apartment where all Mm -hmm. the lights are just flashing at the exact same time? Yeah. I haven't decided if I'm going to, if I'm going to dip my toes in or not. Oh my God. You haven't even watched it. You should. No. God, I hate you, I dude. I want to give you spoilers so much, man. You, You're just, I don't, I, you can. I, I, the I just whole so many questions. I want like so many theories, and just I want to ask. I have Alex a lot questions. of theories. I have a you guys lot. Want to I thought start, we were talk about this last night, but we you forgot. guys, you guys can start off a, a two-person spinoff podcast, or even we're gonna have a House of the Dragon pod, like Cody, Cody with the K could come on. I know he loves that stuff, and you guys just like do theories. <laughs> It's but just something to look forward to every Sunday night now. I was giddy with excitement when it came on. Are you going to watch House of the Dragon or Sunday Night Football? Or what? what is your plan for that? Evan? Oh, I'll watch House of the Dragon what? first. Are you serious? Sunday Night like Football is there every week. This like isn't we there every do week. A suspension of Evan for like a week from the pod for that. Do the I'm Lions play Sunday Night Football? Evan. I'm going to watch 
House of Dragon first. I will start with Sunday Night Football. I will watch Carrie Underwood do her dance every single week. I'll come back to Sunday Night Football when I'm done. You guys are... This is stunning. No, I will watch House of Dragon. This is stunning. Because... if I miss I have it, to. I have to wait till the next, the next morning. Yes. The next morning, I my entire to watch Twitter feed was the same don't, thing over and over and over again. Don't, Did don't your go HBO on crash, Evan? No. Mine crashed twice. Surprisingly, at the Cadmus household, surprisingly, it did not crash. That I thing also was started like at five minutes early. It came up early, and I started watching it. No, we started it at nine o'clock. Uh, How long refreshed does, it, and boom. How long does this series go for? Four I saw seasons. Ten, se- ten episodes. To the so end ten, of October. ten straight weeks, Sunday yeah. night football. We're dip in halfway to the NFL season. That's okay. You guys are insane. We're Tell not going to miss the NFL games. We're going to miss Tom, like a quarter. First week, Tom Brady's return. Weird storyline in Jerry World. You're just like, yeah, I'm going to watch. Dude, it what up. time does Sunday night game start? Eight thirty. Yes. Eight twenty. Yeah, so I'll watch. You have forty minutes. Forty minutes, and then I'll probably be at halftime when I'm done. And then I'll just watch the second half. Insane. I hope all the good action in those games happens between the second and third quarter. It's going to be quite the battle. NBC versus week HBO three, every Sunday week night. Week three, Trey Lance goes a mile high. Broncos country, let's ride. Dude, week oh my two, God. Grant, that is week, a snooze fest. Week two, I That's agree. That's why week he two. didn't talk about week yeah. two. <laughs> week two, two right over it. Week four, Kansas City Chiefs at the Bucks Super Bowl rematch. No, oh, I'm watching Dragons. Week yeah. five, Joe Burrow at Lamar just, Jackson. You just uh, hate everything Dragons. that people like. Yes. No, I don't. You do. Week, you, you hate all Marvel. Marvel. You hate week everything. Week six. Week six. Go ahead. Give watch the, your Dragons. Give me the Dragons. Yeah, week Cowboys, six, Eagles. Yeah. You have to have an NFC East team in freaking prime time. No, every single no, week. No offense to Luke. Uh, love him. Week seven, Dragons. <laughs> week eight. <laughs> yes. Aaron Rodgers going to Josh Allen, no dragons. Oh yeah, that might be. That'll be oh, my. season finale, Evan. Dragons. This is the test. Oh. Week nine. Week nine. Hundred percent dragons if that's season finale. Week week nine. We're Let's done. Say this is, I think we're done by week. I think no. we're done by week nine. You better pray because the matchup is your guys' auxiliary teams. Sunday night football. Titans. If you guys, Chiefs. If you guys are watching Dragons, I don't week nine. Week nine doesn't have one. Great, you're gonna be into dragons by week nine. Oh, it does. Absolutely not. Episode two is going to be so good. We will force you to watch I'm it. I'm going to be behind because this is my brain. I can only watch one show at a time. So right now I'm watching Hard Knocks behind the scenes of the tr- Detroit Lions. That's what I am focused on in Dude, my life right now is a show. one episode overweight. Uh, <laughs> oh, Grant, you can do two. No, I do one at a time and I die. I in. bet at the end of Hard Knocks today when they do that, like goes to like the credits, they'll show the players and I bet they talk about the Dragons. Because they used to do that during Game of Thrones at the end of Hard Knocks. They would talk about Game of Thrones. Be like, did you just see that episode this week? Yeah. And then you're going to be like, wow. Jamal Williams is a House of Dragon guy? I'm of a dragon Of course guy. he is, dude. He's an anime guy. He probably watches all the crazy stuff. See, why can't you just like things people like? I do like Game of Thrones. I enjoy we, Game of Thrones. We do not like you anymore. I also, I have. there's so many layers to my reluctance to this is like, I don't really like prequels. I like, I don't need things to connect like that. So that also, like, okay, because like when I'm watching it, I'm gonna be like, well, you I also know didn't I re- really watch Game of Thrones, so I guess this all makes sense. You wouldn't get it. You never will. <laughs> That's so. I can promise you this: if I had watched every season of Game of Thrones, I still wouldn't be like running to House of Dragons. Wrong. You're lying. I don't know a single person that has watched all of Game of Thrones that was like, yeah, I'm not really 
Alex, October twenty third. Actually, we can watch. You guys, we can watch the guys, Bills. We can watch the Bills Packers. You two walked into a room, watching another man making love to your girlfriend hurt you bad, and now you're taking her back this nine week stretch of like, no, let's work. Season it back. eight wasn't getting cheated on. Bad. They made the biggest episode in the show's history so dark you couldn't see it. I enjoyed it. I could see it on the TV that I watched it on. <laughs> I watched. I got it good eyes. I got good eyes. That's I a didn't quote. come away from that episode <laughs> we, saying I didn't like it. We can make so many people mad on Twitter if we like retroactively was like, "Yep, Evan thought it was a good episode. He just ha- simply have better eyes. <laughs> simply have better eyes." I honestly think Evan and I did enjoy it in the moment. I don't remember complaining. I didn't hate it. I'm just saying that it wasn't the ideal execution. And they built up the Night King. I'm, you I'm not also going down didn't this road. Watch I will not Game of Thrones. You watched one season. I know everything that happened. You don't know shit. I know everything. You're just a hater. You know it's nothing, whatever. John. Snow. Tell us Michigan's going to go 14 and 0, and so then I can about <laughs> that. <laughs> so graphic. All right, college football talk. Let's do it. We got. This is good. We got. We can go at least 25 minutes on Wait. each of them because. You know who else also probably doesn't watch House of Dragon? Jim Harbaugh. Probably doesn't because they're the loser. No. I don't think Mel Tucker watches House of Dragons. Uh, I'm sure Mel's a dragon guy. Absolutely not. Guys at that level. Mel's a dragon guy, I decided. Interesting. All right. So. Give us our credentials for one week, and that's the first question I'm asking him. Get to the podium. Mel Tucker, do you watch? Coach Tucker, Evan, Shire Michigan Sports Podcast. Um. Do you watch House of Dragons? Why, yes, I do. It's the greatest show of all time. Thank you. Yeah, well, you know, you know, Evan. And then uh, we kick Grant off the podcast forever. Uh, <laughs> I, I, did, I did find my... I can't do a Mel Tucker accent. or um, An accent? Impersonation. But Mel Tucker has his own language. He's just really, like, slow. It's like... It's like... Uh, you just called my head coach slow. The way... <clears throat> You know what I'm saying. The way he talks is like very, it's, it's yeah, unique. Like you can, you can have it. yourself. No, you're reaching. Can you guys do it? <laughs> reaching. Because I've tried doing it because I want to like just try to talk there like him. There is only one Mel Tucker and I am not him. Yeah, I know. He's just, you know, he's got stag, stag days and, uh, you know, uh, relentless and, and uh, you yeah, know, each day get better. Like whatsoever. You can talk like Jim though. But it's that rhythm. I can't talk like. I don't think I can talk like. I was gonna say something terrible, but <laughs> he he. They both the pod. They Not both. The pod. They both pause a ton, so it's kind of hard to get like their rhythms down the way they talk. Okay, I gotta pull up the schedule on my phone because on my laptop it always lags. So still grinding. We're getting into Michigan football to start. The Michigan State football. I'm sure they'll overlap within as we can inevitably compare the teams in this state as we have to do. Uh, big game boomer controversial polls they released that Michigan Michigan State is either the top or second most bitter rivalry in all of college football just because of the day-to-day banter that goes on between the two fan bases so start with Michigan football I'm just going to say this a realization that hit me as I was preparing for the show which is kind of crazy when you say it out loud but it's 100% true Um, it's going to be hard to top last season because when I sat back and thought it was the best football fan season in my entire life so i don't really know how we get better from here i do know but it almost seems like a large task so i'm kind of trying to brace myself for disappointment which is hard because i still think this team is going to be pretty good pretty competitive pretty in the mix when we get to the end of november but 
I mean, last year was the best season of my life in any football fan sport because the Lions have never done anything. And this was the first time I've been alive to see Michigan really be um, dominant and win a massive game and win the Big Ten. So it's like, where do we go from here? I don't know. You guys have better insight on that because you've watched Michigan State win the Big Ten. What were your kind of feelings going into the years after that? Is there any lessons or tips and tricks you have for me? Well, we just got better. Um simply just played better football and then went to the playoff after we won the Big Ten. So, yeah, I don't see a roadmap for you guys doing that. No but tips. What about, after, what about after the playoff year? After playoff, we – Oh, we had the worst year of all time. Went three and nine. Should I have that in my range of outcomes this year? Like, mm. No, you play a JV schedule for your first six three. And so you're six, three I think, start, is your bottom. So. You could prepare for, like, the absolute worst being, like, five. At your worst, at your worst, I see Michigan. I mean, some unlucky breaks, one, too. Two, Injuries. At your worst is six and six, I see. At your absolute. Sky is falling. Grants over with Michigan football. Once Jim Harbaugh fired, you're six and six. Evan, fantastic question. My question that I had for you guys that we could discuss in this bigger picture is, on my mind, what would have to happen this season for Jim Harbaugh's job security to get questioned again? Seven and five or lower. You because lose, he tried uh, to leave, and then so people were already freaking out. So, like, we go back to entering last year level of like it's now or never. If they go seven and five this year, not not quite now or never, but the seat's a little warmer. Okay. Yeah, I say so. I depends say who you lose to. Seven and five. Lose you lose all your. <laughs> you lose a UConn. He doesn't walk out of the stadium with. As the head coach anymore. Yeah, he would. He doesn't but. even cross midfield and he's already gone. <laughs> um, Yeah, it's a tough question because like the hardo answer in me wants to be like if you lose to Ohio State, Michigan State, and Penn State because, you know, those are like the three big teams. But like I'm not going to be like, oh, he needs to – there will be pressure on him going into next season, but I wouldn't say job security question because – I'm realizing for better or worse, you know, when you win the Big Ten and you make the playoff, it buys you a lot of good graces with people. But like Alex said, he was pretty much 24 hours away from leaving the program. Um, so that is a weird wrinkle where now that like takes away 20% of the good grace he built up. So I don't really know. It's confusing um, to get into more recent things that came out that apply to the big picture. We've talked about the schedule at length where – it's kind Joke. of funny, like in my in my head, it's it's fun. Oh, this is also a side rant, which we could easily capitalize on, but I think it's just so elementary to do it. Is all these uh, accounts on Michigan, Michigan State Twitter? I'm sure they're great people. I'm sure we could be friends potentially, but just posting a highlight every day with like ten days left, eleven days left, and just like a highlight from the season, and they all do numbers, like they all get like two hundred and three hundred likes, and I'm like, this is just like the no. This is the easiest thing to do ever. It's so cheap. Evan but likes all those. Back to my point. <laughs> back to my point. It's fine to like them. They do great. I'm saying I'm probably in the minority. It's just like it irks me because then you see it every single day and you're like, okay, we get it. Like there's a lot Grant of hates things that, that people like. We have now really <laughs> figured this out. Yeah. But um it's funny because when I see like, oh, 11 days till Michigan season, not really because I wouldn't say the season starts until Saturday, September 24th against Maryland. And even then, I still think that should be a solid 
game for them. So it really doesn't start Michigan until has October. A preseason. It really doesn't joke. start until October 1st. When the calendar hits October, that's when things happen for Michigan. And that's my point. It was announced this week that Iowa is going to be a black and yellow game, their annual black and yellow game, which not ideal, but we don't know if it's going to be a night game just yet. So black and yellow, not the end of the world, but black a lot of yellow, buzz around the game. Yellow, black and yellow. 3.30 kick, noon kick. That's okay. I'll tell you if it's a night game or not. Give me a second. Are you looking Speaking at Iowa's schedule? Games. I'm just going during that week. Okay, we got the 3.30 CBS game already wrapped up. Ooh, night game on ESPN. Okay, okay, okay. What game? NC State Clemson. Is already well, locked still in. still one on ABC. No, yet. I'm just predicting it. Oh. Um, big noon kickoff, Oklahoma State Baylor. Kentucky Ole Miss would be the 7 o'clock on ESPN. 730, 7.30 will be ABC will be NC State Clemson. Um, you guys can basically fall into any category, any time any time slot, I think. Noon would or be great. 4 p.m. on Fox. Well, it breaking just, news, it, you're not going to play at 3.30 because Ohio State is playing at 3.30. You always play a separate time as them. Is that a thing? Is that I'm anything? pretty sure. That's it's one like of those things I don't thing. know, but like that seems right. Um, the biggest thing that I was factoring in is I already started doing some research on who Iowa plays up until that game. So I'm going to be a big Iowa State, Nevada, and Rutgers fan leading up to that game because if they drop one of those, then there's a really good chance they're not putting that in a primetime slot. Uh, but if they are, uh, both teams are undefeated, 4-0, there's a good chance that's in a premier spot, a lot of buzz. And that's just scary. And like part of me wants to be like, Michigan beat them by 40 points last year in a massive game, and Spencer Petras is coming back, and that doesn't scare me whatsoever. But it's Kinnick Stadium. You could go back to my Twitter feed from like 2013. No, it would have been 2016, actually, duh, when they lost that year. Me saying on Wednesday of that week or whatever, I never feel good about a night game at Kinnick Stadium. So it just goes right back to that. Like even No matter how bad Iowa is, don't feel good about that. So that's a potential hiccup. But outside of that, it's really just the big games between MSU, Penn State, and Ohio State because the crossover matchups are pretty favorable this year considering it's not the toughest opponents. And if they are a little bit tougher, they're at home. So I don't really have any more massive takeaways. I feel like all the intricacies were covered on offense and defense. I think I'm, I'm pretty prepared to get into uh, the predictions. Ooh. Unless you guys have any other, you know, big picture things that you're thinking about this team going into the year. Anything you're curious about from an outsider's perspective of like, hey, what's up with this? What's up with uh, Michigan having the easiest non-conference schedule in the entire country? I have an answer for it. Um, I don't know. I don't know why it happened. But the reason that the schedule is so light is because this year and next year, Michigan was supposed to have a home and home with UCLA and Michigan paid the money to buy UCLA out of that deal. Because they didn't want to play them? I don't know who didn't want to play who. I don't know why they wanted to play UConn. Michigan paid money so that home and home did no longer happen, but that was on the books at the time. Well, this is a joke of a schedule. Sure. I mean, I'm not, what do you want me to say? I'm, am I, I'm just like the uh, biggest joke I've ever seen. Thrilled about it. Not a good 
when it's not even it. fun for a fan to be watching that. But when it comes to the ultimate goal of the most fun games at the end of the year, it's perfect because it pretty much guarantees that they're going to fall in the line as the season progresses. It's the goal. QB battle, we still don't know. Coordinators. Don't I mean, guess going on with the schedule, are you guys going to be ready? You touch on it like Iowa. You guys, you feel like your team will be ready for Iowa. After playing Cupcake, Cupcake, Cupcake. You, you play Maryland. I think Maryland's going to be better than what people think. They were second in offense in the Big Ten last year. Um, Their defense is still way behind, but they have decent athletes. They've recruited well the last couple of years. I think Mike Losky's doing a decent job there. Um, I mean, the thing, though, is the counterpoint is like I my gut says no. It'll be a shell shock, the physicality in that game. But also Iowa – is not playing any world beaters. They have their rivalry with Iowa State, but Iowa State's losing Brock Purdy. So, and unless Brees they Hall. have a, and Brees Hall. So, if they have a guy to step up, like they're playing South Dakota State, Iowa State, Nevada, and at Rutgers. So, they're not really getting tested. I would say more of it's just like going on the road. You touch yeah. on it like Kinnick Stadium. Also, yeah, three home games start the year, too. Four. Well, four. They don't leave Maryland the state until October. Too. But that's all. That's, that's like every. That's, that's also every single year. So the guys like McNamara, the veterans, Eric, all they're they're used to this. They under. I think my biggest thing that I feel comfortable about is the like the culture, the turnover from last year. That's a, I guess that's a big big picture thing. Is like this team understands what it takes to win the Big Ten now, and you have guys still in the program that were a part of it last year and will be in big roles this year that like can wake the younger guys up if it, they feel during a practice week that. Guys are still resting on their laurels of their highlights against UConn, Hawaii, Colorado State, and Maryland. Like, hey, wake up! We're going to connect. They have tiny state. They have tiny locker rooms. They paint the walls pink. You need to focus. So that's my hope. Um, we can oh, get to this. Okay, now. We, you are oh. walking into Kinnick. It yep. is a seven o'clock prime time on Fox. Yeah, and the first person to go out there taking the snap in Kinnick Stadium is who? Cade, okay. McNamara, and Michigan wins by a field goal. Mm. We didn't ask for twenty. For win. What was that? Twenty fourteen. Because you guys, I mean, again, it's at Iowa. 16, but we watched. We, we watched that Big Ten championship twenty sixteen. We watched that Big Ten championship game last year, and like we got on all hungover the next day. Alex and I, and that well, team was just not that just team a little hungover. <laughs> that team was so bad. We watched this team be so bad, and they're for all intents and purposes, running it back with just maybe a little bit better defense. Like, they have some guys on the All-American list, but, like, they were there last year. They're not new guys. Like, what what is going to scare me about Iowa going this year? They're just going to be better defensively, and it's at home. So, but it was, like, a 40-point difference. I mean, in fairness, I mean, Iowa could probably talk themselves into, like, being a closer matchup just because everybody that you lost on defense – yeah. I mean, you're looking at how much production you need to replace on defense. Yeah, it's going to get replaced by a linebacker and a safety just because they're the ones tackling more. But are they going to be able to produce up front with the sack production and all that, I think, on defense? Yeah, 100% true. Yeah, that Iowa might have a couple more touchdowns because – It's just a home field advantage. You know, there people like a home field advantage shouldn't matter if you're a top-tier program. But, no, it, it matters. Hmm. Their college kids are 18 through 22 and playing on the road matters. Matters a lot. Yeah. Do you guys have a preference for who gives order of predictions? I don't. I don't want to go game by game. That usually takes too long and is clunky. But what we'll do is you give your, and we're only pick. We're not picking the 
uh, postseason. We're just picking the 12 games on your regular season schedule, what you think they'll go. And then you can highlight, you know, any games real cool, like your personal self. Like, oh, I think this game's going to go this way. This is why I have them. Like, if you say, oh, they're going to go 10, they're going to go 9 and 3, explain like the three losses and whatnot and why you have it that way. But is there a preference of order? No, no preference. All right, let's go alphabetical. Let's go Alex, Evan, Grant for this. Ooh. And then I'll go first for Michigan State. Ooh. So I'm just giving my record and then briefly touch on some games. Yeah, your your analysis, like as we sit here, your bold takes, this is how this goes. Okay. I know you hate you hate this because you hate Hot take to- Evan last year. I said Michigan would go seven and five. <laughs> I think I said Michigan State would go like six and six. Yeah, I was uh, you know, middleman for both. I said like the same record, nine and three, nine and three. Anyways, for Michigan, I'm gonna go nine and three again. Oh, um, you took my prediction. I think at Iowa, I was five and one against top ten teams at home in the but last year. Stack guy Gillen. Jesus. Uh so I that's their only Scott loss reaction. was to Ohio's number five Ohio State by three points. Um so I like Iowa at home, first test of the season. Um, and then I think they will lose to Ohio State. No surprise there. Just don't. I mean, yeah, Michigan fans are going to think they can do it again. I personally don't know how they did it last year, so I'm not going to put any confidence into them doing it this year. Well, you know and how they did it. Third game that they lose, um, undecided. I haven't picked it. But it's Penn State <laughs> or Michigan State. Yeah. It's one of those games. Um, my heart tells me that they'll beat Michigan State this year because it's hard to beat a team three times in a row. That's what Michigan State's going for. So, in that sense, I think they'll lose to Penn State. I don't know why. Evan hates Penn State. You hate Penn State. This Poorly podcast hates Penn State. Poorly coached. I think they're team. a bad team every year. It's at home. But I don't know. You got to lose another game. You just don't have the same talent this year defensively. Looking back at last year to confirm. So, Alex, you had eight and four for both schools last year. So, you mm-hmm. think a bump up for the, bump fighting, up. the fighting Harbaugh's. One more win this year yep. than last year. Yep. Okay. Seems Nine fair. Three. I disagree uh, quite a bit, but that's the beauty of the show. Well, it's you're also, like Don Thomas. Give me it's that also, 14 It's also crazy. Like, I really don't – like. It's just funny how sports are like, I really don't, I'm not mad at Alex's opinion because, yeah, you're just guessing. But, like, just hearing someone say your team's going to go 9-3, like, got me angry inside and I wanted to stop him. But, like, no, like, it's just, it's just a random guess in August. But that's just fandom. Like, you're like, oh, I hate that. I'll tell you why. It's not not against Michigan. It's just just my non-biased football analyst brain. Evan, for the Skunk Bears. Oh. (laughs) Well, good that you said that. I, I appreciate that. Wait, uh, you had, yeah, like you said, six and six last year. What is his record wow. this year? Um, they got to go up, Evan. Right, they are going to gonna go up. They, they have babies. So I told them that they would lose to Washington, and I fully believed sitting in PTs last year. They're like, yeah, Washington's going to win this game. Um, joke's on you, Evan. Um, oh, God, you're just. I'll have them go 10 and two. Nice. I wanted to, just couldn't give them credit. I think Indiana's on our side. So what? Iowa, Iowa, Illinois, and Nebraska. So Nebraska and Illinois. Nebraska would be tougher, but you get them at home. 
the upgrade at the quarterback position with the WN Illinois, just as long as you guys show up and you have no significant injuries, you're not looking ahead to the following week. Um, I think you'll lose to Ohio State. I think Columbus be big deal, and that'll probably be hypothetically for the East. Um, and I just think Penn State's vastly overrated. I don't see how they're going to be good this year. Um, well, they're just, underrated, Evan. They're not even ranked. No, they're still overrated. Um, <laughs> I know how you can be overrated when you're not ranked and no one's talking about They're still overrated. If you think the Penn State's going to finish third in the East, you're, you're highly mistaken. I didn't say that. A lot of people do think they're going to finish third in Sports the East. Sportsbooks think that. Yeah. Um, I think they're just going to lose to either Iowa or Michigan State. Um, Michigan State, I think – a little bit better on defense, add a little bit more depth, but Michigan got better on offense, lost a little bit on defense, and then Michigan's playing at home. As we talked about in the group chat this weekend, that game potentially is a night game. No, confirmed. Michigan police officers, Ann Arbor police have confirmed it. Breaking news. Breaking news. Show up the two sources. sources. Is it reckless if we like saying breaking news, like it's going to be a night game on our Twitter account? That could do some uh, traction. Yeah, because I heard from a Someone who heard it from is or cop isn't going to be Alex. Who heard from his cop buddy? It is going to be a night game. Like you're uncomfortable. Well, you're just saying it publicly. I'm not going to say so. the people's name, but it's a cop, yeah. cop to a cop. You feel good enough about it that we could tweet it and just have. This I feel tweet. pretty solid that it Pin will it to happen. Our account. But I'm not <laughs> sure we need to be the schedule breakers. It it's going to be a night game. All right, we'll sleep on it. We'll see if we feel good about it. Later. I do feel good about it though, because no one's breaking it yet. They're all just rumors about it. They got, right. they got some serious legs on those. Rooms. So night game. Last time it was a night game, though, it was a monsoon. Um, Michigan had to play only in the monsoon, though. Right. Um, State was in Somehow sun. that rain, the rain yes. never hit the Spartan yes, side. Yes. Like, I don't understand how that um, So I say 10-2. I think there's still too much talent on the team in the soft schedule. I think there's still some bad teams. Rutgers, no. Indiana, no. Um, Chop City. Tom Allen's a bad coach. Job city. So Evan hates Big so Ten coaches, not other than himself. Uh, his own. I, I I don't hate facts. Tom Allen's overrated. He stinks. He just yells at his, all of his assistants, and he had one decent year. Everybody thought he, they were good, and it was a COVID year. Um, it was a magical. It was a magical year. Michael Penix is now the starting quarterback at Washington. For so week three. So I got ten and two. I think there's still too much talent. Um, a lot of talent. And I think you guys have a very solid like. What, Senior-led teams. Hey, how much you love them. And you have positions where you still bring need depth and you're still bringing it back. Yeah. Fair analysis. I think that's better than Alex's. Solely based oh, jeez. One game different. Um, I was going to go 10-2, and two, but that seemed too nice. If I went, I, hypothetically, if I went first, I would have said 9-3. and three. I just said different from Alex. I'm I was going to go opposite of Alex. You will not lose to Penn State. Um, so last year, you guys got to let me pat myself on the back because the Michigan State one, I got to eat my shoe based on the record I'm looking at that I, that I put out there. It's worse than I even said. Um, last year, Michigan dumpster fire going into the year. I dropped my Johnson on the table, said 10 2. This team's going to go 10 and 2 in the regular season. And I told you guys if there was ever the year they'd beat Ohio State, this is their best chance because CJ Stroud is basically a true freshman. He played like two snaps. Three snaps against Michigan State the year before. This is your chance. You get in at home. It happened even better than I thought. This year, I will regret it. Clip it. Whatever you want. Eleven and one. Seems going eleven and one in the regular season. 
I have no idea what that will mean for postseason implications because they're going to lose to Ohio State. That's my gut feeling as we sit here today. I'm not going to pretend. I'm. You can guarantee the week before the game, I'm going to be like, yep, Michigan's going to win. But as I sit here right now in August with a clearer brain, I don't, I don't see it. It's at Columbus. That doesn't happen a lot. Even when they're the better, better team, they always find a way. You know, it doesn't go well. There's still a massive question mark if you're an Ohio State fan. And we kind of got a glimpse into this when we had Wyatt on of like the toughness of Ohio State got called into question last year with how Michigan was able to handle them. Ohio State still has to prove on November 27th that they've gotten tougher and they're not going to get bullied around um, in the trenches. So that's still going to be a big factor. But I just think with their offense, with Stroud, Harrison, Smith and Jigba, Travion Henderson, and the lack of pressure that Michigan will probably be putting on quarterbacks by that point in the year, that they'll have a field day. And even if Michigan bullies them around, it's just not going to be enough to match that high-powered offense. So I do have the Buckeyes winning uh, that game. That's not really a surprise to anyone. Now, for the other games, we talked about Iowa, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time there. I think it's a very tough game. I would not be surprised if they lose that game. It's just I'm not going to pick it on the record because I watched Iowa in the Big Ten Championship game last year, and there was legitimately nothing that scared me about that team um, whatsoever. So that could come back to bite me, but I'm going to take them in a close win. And then Penn State, I know we've talked about – both of you have talked about them. Um, If Sean Clifford is the starting quarterback that game, there's – Michigan, Michigan will not lose if they're if unless there's like injury problems we don't know about. Like Michigan is going to roll. It's a maze out. It's the annual maze out. It's probably mm. going to be a, a night Didn't game. Take it's, that into consideration. Not I fair. almost I almost told you uh, when you were saying that, but I just wanted to like let it go. But yeah, maze out. Sean Clifford. Yeah, Drew really, R starts that game. He, this is great thing. I just watched on uh, read on Google. Typed in who is starting for the Nittany Lions. Um, Sean Clifford to start the game. Drew Alar might be QB three. I guess Christian Valu, Christian Valu might be QB two. So oh, they don't know what they're doing over there. So Penn State joke, um, they will lose to Michigan that game. It's at home, and then MSU. Kind of what Alex said. I just mentally have it has to be a win this year. It has to be um, for the fan base, for the the, the memes, the jokes, the two and zero. Oh. It just has to happen this year. It's just kind of how cycles work when it's a very tight rivalry. Um, and also, I think there is something to be said that I've heard beating Michigan State be more of an emphasis this offseason from the players and coaches, like at the Big Ten media days, like when they get asked, what's your goals for this year? Like every, every <laughs> not the reporters, but every Chris Solari out there goes, what are the team goals for this year? Uh, when the Big Ten Championship every year. Like, that's why they need us asking Mel Tucker if he watches House of Dragons. Like, let's spice up Big Ten media days. But when they answer that question, they've been listing beating Michigan State as, like, the first thing out of their mouth. So I think, although in the past, Jim Harbaugh has lived by the approach of not putting more emphasis on one game compared to the next, like, treat each week as the Super Bowl, I think they're going to do something to, like, just really hone in on that game. Um, and another little fun fact about that game, both teams will be coming off their bye week. So you can only imagine how ca- all caps toxic the two weeks leading up to that game are going to be for the fan the base. This year? Yeah, we're the same ca- Kind of. Michigan, last year, Michigan State had a bye week. Michigan played Northwestern, which felt so like a yes. bye week. No offense. But yes, like might just want to log off of Twitter for the bye week and then like log back on for actual rivalry week because people are going to be trying to start that 
um, I'm gonna trash be logged off all week. Way too early, and it's ridiculous. Okay. So just, just for videos. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. So yeah. Even your blog post, fucking. <laughs> I think, I think eleven to one. Seven. Eleven to one feels right. Definitely could see him losing the game, but for terms of putting myself out there, I'll say eleven and one. Um, bold. Is it that bold though? That's the thing. You're no better than all the Michigan slappies I see on Twitter. Welcome to the club. But you are, are Don you, Thomas. Are you trolling though, or are you you really think it's ridiculous to say they could go? I don't think it's ridiculous. One? You think it's a, a drinking Kool Aid that they go eleven and one? Because I think they've what they did last year changes a lot, and what they are bringing back in their schedule. <laughs> Don't make eleven to one seem like a Kool Aid thing to say. I, I think we'll see. It's just it is high you're, praise. It's, you're a fan. You guys are a fan base that hasn't dealt with this level of success yet in a long time. And yeah, you'll but then how do you how, explain? See how hard it is when you're the team everyone wants to beat. After last year, everyone thought you sucked. So you how have do no you pressure? Okay, but then you. You could easily say I was just a slappy last year saying 10 and 2. I feel like I've earned the you right to be like, yeah, slappy. I have a good. You are. I don't think so. I, I you would have said one. 10 and 2 the COVID year too. You did. You told me that you they're going undefeated during COVID and they had one of the worst teams of all time. I well, No, I told you I wasn't sure what was going to happen going into week one and I got blinded by the Minnesota game. Joe by Milton was incredible. Yeah, he looked through one game. Going he to didn't. Minnesota. I told you during going to Minnesota, who at that point was supposed to be very good, and they dusted them. I was like, "Oh, maybe there's something here." Was maybe. wrong. It was the quickest. I was the quickest one to be like, "Yep, this is a joke." I'm just saying, I it's very just, hard to carry success year to year. I don't care we'll if, see you if you think you can do it. I don't care if you think my prediction is wrong. I just push back on calling me a slap because I don't think that applies you in this are situation. Are a slappy though. I don't Evan think so. and I are Michigan State slappies. That is how fandom works. I don't think we're slappies. I think we know enough ball that like we can be like, we yeah, we just don't have we're it. We're always going to talk ourselves into wins that are unlikely. You're going to talk yourself into beating Ohio State like you have the last 12 years. The week of, but that's like full fandom. Like right now on August, I don't think I'm being a slappy. I'm telling you like from, an, from just unbiased, this is what I see from the schedule and this team coming back this year. We'll see. It's not like I'm like, oh, they're twelve and zero. They're gonna go to the national championship game. That's Damn near, Brad. Damn near. Not really. They they eleven and one losing to Ohio State probably does not get you in the playoffs. So it's just gonna be a Rose Bowl berth if that plays out. Which I don't even think is the Rose Bowl because that's a playoff game this year. So I don't know where you go. Okay, Michigan State football. I have some questions for you guys. Oh yeah. There's a little bit. There's. A, I think there's a lot more. There's a lot more interesting about Michigan State football going in this year, in my opinion, than Michigan, because, like what, like I said, it was the peak of last year, so I don't really know where to go going into the season, and the season doesn't really start until October. But for Michigan State, I have some questions because I follow the Twitter accounts, I see the fan base. Um, it's Not tough a great representation, right? Do you do you extrapolate a couple tweets to the full fan base? You will the try way- to. <laughs> the Alex is just contentious know, right now. I mean, can you, you calm him down? You text me all the time about this. Is like, yeah, these are your guys. No, Grant, these are not my guys. I'm just trying to ask you guys a question that I've seen out there. If you guys feel the same way, I've seen 
Michigan State fans who have decently large followings talk about their expectations for the season. And a lot of them seem like, yeah, it'd be great to replicate last year or even, you know, end with two losses. But people are like, realistically, I expect and have come to grips with a three to four loss season after last year. Deep down in your in your gut, as you sit here with your slappy nature, as you say, Alex, would you be content with a three to four loss regular season this coming year? Who would be happy to win nothing? Who what normal person that is a sports fan would be like, yep, mediocrity is awesome. Anybody? Well, that's a chop to teams that don't make bowl games. They would they wouldn't yeah. think this is not Welcome mediocrity. to Loserville. <laughs> Is content the wrong word then? Would you, I would you absolutely be disa- not be happy? And you'd be content. disappointed. Yes. Consider it a failure of a season. According to Mel Tucker, if we're not winning the Big Ten, it is a failure. According to Alex Gillen. Yeah, I think I want Big Ten or bust. Yeah. Okay. Not predicting it, but I'll be disappointed if we don't win the Big Ten. Okay. Evan? Uh, losing four games, disappointment. Losing three games, I can talk myself off the ledge or jumping over the ledge. Um, either Depending, way, for three losses. Yeah. Um, Isn't it crazy you, how just one game makes that big of a difference? Because like yeah, it all depends on like who you lose to, now where you're going for your bowl game, postseason implications. Um, I don't think that I would be pissed if we don't win the Big Ten. Because Ohio State's staring at your face. I'm not saying pissed is the right word, but I'm not going to be thrilled. Um, if you don't win the Big Ten. I would not no, be, upset. be upset. I'm going to be upset. I'm going to be like, shit. I would not be sad. When are we I am win? realistic that this team isn't close to the talent of Ohio State. It's, it's just realistic. Like Ohio State has to do something to prove everyone else otherwise. And then you have the one magical here and there years where Ohio State doesn't make it. Can't just lay down for them, Evan. Because this is the they thing. They are the most talented team in the Big Ten as of right now in August. Like Grant and I, Grant's preaching. Ohio State's the best team. They are. But One talent of the top doesn't always three win. teams in the country right now. Talent doesn't always win. They had more talent than Michigan last year probably, and they didn't win. I said hey, there's it's a couple fluke years here and there. Just got to find the fluke game, Evan. You just got to be spoiler. Well, it ain't going to happen in East Lansing on the 8th. Nope, I'm not predicting that either. But I'm still so, going to be just as upset when we lose. But this is like the – and then this goes to the point is like I understand not being – calling it a failure or not, you know. But do you tell me – if you told me, Evan, I'm going to lock in a New Year's Six Bowl again this year. You don't have to play any of the games. You're just going to a New Year's Six Bowl. I'm locking it in. Over with. I'll be happy. It's about you, gaining momentum to like build your program. This is he's not starting from scratch, but he's trying to build his own program. You got to sustain success. You can't just have one yeah. amazing year and then just keep on bringing that up over and over again. Or we'll look at their twenty twenty one year. You need to follow but, that up with twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three. Well, that's exactly what I'm saying. You need to be correct as but, good. Uh, or it's better. unrealistic to think that this team can compete for a Big Ten championship. I don't think the coaches or players think that. What? No shit. You think what the coach COVID go MSU team like, thought they had a chance to win the Big Ten, Evan? What? You think the COVID MSU or Michigan teams thought they had a chance to win the Big Ten? 
Probably. I have no idea. They didn't even know if the COVID was. You think Illinois wakes up every morning like, fuck, this is the year. No. Yeah. They got, Beal must got the boys playing ball. But here's different my question. Though, that, but here's quarters. a different way to phrase it to you, That's Evan, and to go more into that. Because the next question I had written down is, as you guys sit here today, do you, going into this season, maybe not long-term program, maybe not like past anything, do you feel like MSU is a better football team than Michigan, Penn State, and Wisconsin going into this year? Yes. Then I would say you would feel like you're contending for a Big Ten title because then it's just you and Ohio State at the Alex top. says he would be upset if we didn't win the Big Ten. That's unrealistic. It's not that's unrealistic. Fair. It's just a – that's just my – I said it last year. This is my expectation for the program. But, Alex, you're saying deep down like you're I'm saying – I'm going to be upset this when whenever we lose the game, that means we can't win the Big Ten. I'm going to be devastated. Yes. So yeah, you're so you're, you're falling you're falling in the the camp of like last year. I want to win some things. Last year, all, although it was a surprise, eleven and one. You're like the days of ten and two. You know, so eleven and one was, was not good enough. It's no well according to Alex. Wasn't no, good I enough. think he. I'm, I'm saying like last year. I'm sure, There's I don't different speak circumstances for, for every year. We were coming up this two year, and like, five. But like Alex can't now after he had that, he can't go back to four losses or even three losses. He needs to be in a two loss, one loss scenario after like uh, yeah, I would like to at least year. sustain the same level. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You have to sustain success. You or can't be just, better. You we're in the back of the train right now. You can't just dr- jump to straight driving it. Well, we kind of did. We jumped right last year. No, to no, driving it is saying that we're going to win the Big Ten and upset Ohio State. I have never once said we are going to win the Big Ten. But I am allowed to be upset upset. if we don't. Yes, so are you. Don't kid yourself. I will be upset, but I'm realistic in knowing that it's not going to happen. I never said we're going to win. I don't think we're going to win the Big Ten. But I'm going to be upset if we don't. That's Is the better word like... Better word like bummed, like oh shucks, but like realistically sitting here in August, you're not like, oh yeah, we should have we should have won the Big Ten. You're saying like like this upcoming season? Yeah, you'd be like, oh, that's a bummer we didn't, but like who are we kidding back in August? Like we weren't really supposed to win the Big Ten. Are you saying like I'm thinking we got a really good chance shot? I'm saying we should have a good chance to win the Big Ten. Okay. There's us and two other teams, I think, that have an actual chance of winning the Big Ten. Oh, care to divulge who those are? Yes, Michigan and Ohio State. Oh, okay. okay. I thought you were saying outside of all. Okay, yeah. Three teams, in my opinion, I think could win the Big Ten. So, next question. Does it anger you guys that on sportsbooks that Kirk Ferentz and Scott Frost-led teams have better odds to win the Big Ten than Michigan State? No, because they play in the West. Yeah, I mean, cons- okay. they play so, cupcake divisions. All right, that's the loophole. And everyone, and everyone thinks Penn State's better than... They really are. Um, I laughed at their prediction for our win loss last year. It was a joke. It, yes, we, we did lose three games. We did lose one of our best players to ever play at our program. Um, but I think overall, I think the talent on the team got a little bit deeper. Addressed some situations, some areas, but I mean, scheme wise, you still got to fix the defense. You still don't know how that's going to look. Now the inflated stats versus we don't play Purdue. Uh, don't play Bailey Zappi in Western Kentucky, so those will be down. But you still play Ohio State, who's pass happy. Um, I think the team's better. I How do too. That? I still think the team's better. Thought. I think the team is right. better big, than last year. And I, I agree with Alex. I think there's only a handful of teams that can win the Big Ten. 
I'm just into so realist. it's okay to want to win. Correct. I w- I want to rent win, but I'm too much of a realist that I see the talent gap and what we saw the product on the field last year between Ohio State and Michigan State wasn't even close. That is still I think the problem, yes. I but think we beat Michigan and they beat them, so there's not. It's not that impossible. I think there's. I I go with the same three teams Alex said that could win the Big Ten. I see Evans' point though. Of like you have to see the talent gap get close to really buy in. But I think you can make an argument like Alex said, like where if it's a fluke game, you know. I've seen like it. I've Andrew seen Maxwell, happen. Andrew Maxwell vibes. Like you watch the Tyler O'Connor do it. Oh, Alex, that that's team was loaded with talent on defense. I watched a three and nine team. Alex, take I trust that entire brink. defensive coaching staff more than our current coaching so staff. Defensive three coaching and staff, nine but. team took them to the brink, Evan. They're, but they're sleepwalking. They Anyways, went for two to beat them. I think I'll give my biggest schedule thought. I'm sure you guys will touch on it. And then I'll give my prediction. Then we kind of go through the games that we're really keen in on. But uh, I just wrote down the stretch from Washington to Michigan is brutal. Murders row. Six straight weeks with not a real break other than the bye week. But like there is no like you can you can't overlook any of those teams unless everybody's completely wrong about Maryland, which they kind of were last year. But you imagine with when you have an electric electric quarterback and a couple NFL wide receivers, not going to be easy to be like, yeah, we're just going to like and you guys are at Maryland. So it's not going to be. Don't make that a night game or chalk it up. Make it so, a noon on BTN. I'll be happy. Michigan State's season is two warm-up games, essentially, mid-September to end of October. And that is, like, the season. And then you obviously close we, out. We could hypothetically not worry about Michigan State football in November, from November on. Yeah, 100%. Worst-case like scenario. We well, could, yes, you could nothing. wake up on Halloween and be like, well, I hope the Lions are doing well. Halloween, uh, Michigan State's fate for the season will basically be decided already. Yes. It will be spooky season at Halloween. We'll be decided before November. Yeah, because, like, if you have – if you had two losses going into that Michigan game, it's still – you need to – well, that's a nightmare for me because, like, if Michigan is in a spot in the driver's seat, then Michigan State is just playing spoiler. And it's like, yeah, let's just, like, save our season by ruining Michigan's season. But, yes, because – as we know in college football, you lose two games. You're not making the playoff. There's still New Year's Six Bowl game aspirations like Evan talked about. If it makes you guys feel better, I'll go first with my predictions. Last year, I had this team at 5-7. and seven. Uh, mm. Whopping 5-7. and seven. Feels bad. Feels really bad. That was, that's I laughed when he said it. That has to be the most like wrong. Well, I'm trying to think of like difference. Yeah, because in the regular season was 10-2. Um, ten. Ten that's pretty far off when it comes to that. This year, that's the number. I'm going ten and two for the Michigan State Jesus. Spartans. What a flip! I think, I think they fall to Ohio State, and I think they fall to Michigan. I think that is the stretch where they lose two games. Quickly, my thoughts on the rest of the teams at Washington. I mean, they're going to be better. They have a better coach, but it's his first year. They're playing Penix, who was a problem for the Big Ten at one point. Is. Uh, Fresno DeBoer. State's Fresno State's coach who had Fresno State playing good ball last year. He's was also he's a, OC at Indiana back. with Penix for a while. Yeah, the, so that's, the that's why they got the That's who it is. But yeah, he was at he was the head coach of Fresno State, who was very good last year. Uh, I know the Mitten Money guys would always talk about Fresno State, but anyway, DeBoer. But um, that'll be a tough game. It's a night game, but I think 
Michigan State wins. We saw them prove it against Miami last year. Penix has to prove it. He's been injured a lot, so he's not the Penix of old. Minnesota, no offense to you, Evan. Um, frauds, so they'll handle that game at home. Mm. And then Wisconsin that, might be, has, that game might be a snooze fest. That's a like worrisome seventeen. That game might be game. a snoo- that will be a Big Ten buffet. If that game's on at noon, you better be like willing to take a nap by halftime because so that could be like, a snooze that, fest. That's like your guys' Nebraska game of last year until a punt was returned yes. and overtime happened. Yeah, Minnesota's um, got a very good defense. Um, I just don't know if they have enough talent offensively to they, if they have like nine different running backs that you can go to, but like throwing the football, you're gonna have to, you have to throw the football in college to win. Or to compete at a high level, and I don't think they can still do it. But they have a new offense coordinator, or they brought him back when they the were very win. successful. Kirk but they don't have NFL wide receivers. So. They don't ever shot Bateman and Tyler Johnson. Correct. Correct. And then my only last thoughts on the schedule is you're like, oh, Wisconsin, Graham Mertz, that's a win for Michigan State. Just going to take the better quarterback there. Homecoming. Home too. Homecoming. Don't lose on homecoming. It's Jim Leonard. He's the best defensive coordinator in football. But their offense, Evan, you'll be fine. And then at Penn State, the end of the year would be another one, but we talked about oh, how yes. bad they are. Penn State will probably have a new quarterback by this point, which makes it kind of risky, but their season's going to be in the tube with probably three to four losses at this point, so their fans aren't going to be emotionally invested. Should be able to go into um, Happy Valley. It was a Jay and Reed and um, Peyton Thorne swan song and um, carve them up. So. so 10 and 2 for you, which means we're headed to a similar Peach Bowl type of game again. Yep. Against the ACC champion because they won't be in the first. playoff because Clemson will be in the playoff. So the ACC runner-up, that's who we're playing in Grant's prediction. NC State. So, Evan, you go now. We'll go reverse order. So, Evan. I got 10-2 and two as well. Um, nice. Ohio State until I'm proven otherwise. Um, and then – I mean, any of the games that you named, I don't think Washington would be that difficult. I think I think Mel will get the team up, like the big non-conference game. You saw us, what we did down to Miami. Yeah, um, in person. And I do Drunk. think there will be a big showing for Michigan State fans out west. Always is. Um, we surprisingly yeah. travel pretty well. Everywhere. I think less than Miami, though, because it's harder to sell like a trip to Washington. I oh, think there's right going now, to be we can buy tailgating tickets and we Washington. can tailgate on a yacht that's on the lake that borders the stadium. Who's providing the yacht? No, you buy tickets and you just get onto yeah, it. You rent boats. Tyler, there's already boats out boyfriend. there. You just buy tickets and then they have a you just go on it. It's like a tailgating party. Instead of it being in a Munfield or no, a dirty parking lot lot, you buy tickets and you just walk onto the boat. I get that, but like it's just if you buy a ticket, you can go on anyone's boat. How does this? You work? go onto the certain boat that the ticket is provided for. You can buy tickets oh, for it's an boats. all-in-one. Oh, okay, okay, that's pretty cool. There will be a lot of Michigan State fans there. Yes, um, I think Washington will be a win. Um, it just—it's like one of the games that we touched on, somewhere between Maryland, Wisconsin, Michigan. I think one of those games we slip up at. Um, I hope it's not about Maryland every year. Just always surprises me. Yeah, we do. I mean, I'm guilty. Of I never too. do. I never worry about them. You guys are always like wow, Maryland. Well, you worry about Penn State. I do not think about that dumpster yeah, fire program. Sure. We've lost to Penn State. We've lost to Maryland once. Three and nine year, we lost to them. Anyways, no, continue. we've lost to Maryland at home. I'll tell you. Keep talking. 
Um, and so it's one of the games that you're going to slip up at. You know, I touched on Jim Leonard. I think he's very good at Michigan. We touched on him a little bit. I, it's going to be a one-score game. Hold on to your butt cheeks because it's never a blowout, no matter the game situation. Um, I just hope a slip-up doesn't happen after, like, a really big momentum-changing, defining moment in the season like it did last year. Um, you, you, we we beat Michigan and then we go on the road to West Lafayette and to derail our season. So, um, I see ten and two, Ohio State for sure, and then one of the other big time matchups that we touched on. I think Illinois Rutgers will be all right, and then Penn State, Alex and I will be there, so it's an automatic win. Correct. Um, since nineteen nineteen forty four, Michigan State has lost to Maryland two times. 1950 and 2016. How many games is that, though? That's all I'm 2016? So did we come back and win in 2017? Yes. Overall, Michigan State is 10-2 and two against Maryland. Yeah, so not like it sounds crazy, but it's not that many games. No. But in my life, we've lost one time to them. So, yes, I don't ever worry about them. 10-2, um, 10-2. Alex? Well, I was, you know, saying all these yeah, high basketball. expectations, Oops. blah, blah, blah. But um, if you do this cowardly BS, I will be angry. It's not It's not cowardly. It's just the problem I have with this football team is that there's so many new faces again that I've never seen this team play together at all. I have no idea what defense is supposed to look like. I've heard it's good. I've heard it's better. I've heard all the transfers on offense are good. I've heard all the young guys are good, but I haven't seen it. So it's really hard to just sit here and be like, yeah, this team's going to win a national yeah, championship. No, no crap. That's preseason but there's predictions. A lot of teams that have much more like that you know. This Michigan but, State transfer team is always difficult to predict. Well, we have a good sample size of what happened last year. Yeah, and I think this team is better. So with that being said, I'm going to go. I'm just going to throw my dong on the table this time. But it's not going to be that big of a dong. 11 and 1 is what I'm going to go with a loss to Ohio State. Because, like Evan said, you can just cannot predict it till you see it. And Michigan State has fallen into the Michigan trap where it feels like we might never beat them again. Um, I do have some games that I worry about. Washington. Just get that Arizona State vibe. The greatest day of your life, Grant. As you celebrated in a New York City bar as Michigan State lost at Arizona State. Um, it's a fun day. Terrible day. I, I get that vibe from that game because it's late. Actually, both, time change. both years of that home and home, I was out there. Very memorable series in my life. The first year, I lost my air conditioning unit out my window after that game at Arizona State. The next year was at found an Arizona State bar and watched it when it was at Michigan State. So very memorable home and home in my entire life. Mm. So I'm a little scarred from West Coast teams. Um, Miami's not a West Coast team, so it's I don't a think different. this. I don't think Washington's gotten to kill Harry though. I don't. I don't think you have to worry about that. I didn't think Arizona State was good. They scored like ten points when we lost. Yeah. Whatever. That game worries me. Minnesota worries me. I know Grant, you just shat oh, all over them, but you see Minnesota's new uniforms this year. Yeah, Black and white uniforms. I didn't. They're okay. But Minnesota worries me. Maryland, not no. A, no worries there. That's murder city. I will never believe in Maryland. Wisconsin, I was with Grant. Should be tough, but their offense is so bad. 
so bad. Um, Michigan. Graham Mertz. I said in my Michigan prediction that Michigan would win that game. So for this prediction, Michigan State will win that game. That's how I feel yeah, about that's it. Just, it's pretty that's 50 50. Yeah, flip flop. That's just not how that works, but it's okay. And then uh, I do have some doubt about Happy Valley because it's Happy Valley. And, you oh. know, you guys are the biggest Penn State haters of all time. So I'm just trying to see it with a clearer lens. They're not, a, they don't lack talent. They have. Yeah, they do quite a bit of talent on their team. If they could get coached a little bit, they would be pretty good. They've they lost the they first round high rusher as well. They recruited at a high level. The quarterback is mid. I mean, they just, and also it just, when you just, oh, it irks me when you're like, oh, I'm worried about Happy Valley because you guys are built in last game of the year every single year when they can't do any whiteout festivities half the time. The season's already over. It's not like we win that game. You don't have to be worried about Happy Valley. Maybe the last thing I'll say, Michigan State seems to every year have a game, especially when they're good, where they just lose to some garbage team and you out of nowhere. I know what it is. I was that was one of my ending point for both schools. And if I had to pick that game, just this game you're snoozing. It's the game after Michigan. You just go into Champaign and somehow lose that football game. That would be the most Michigan State thing of all time to do. I feel the same way about Michigan. They go at Rutgers after the state game. Rutgers took them to the brink at the big house last year. Rutgers is just going to be garbage. <laughs> Rutgers and Illinois are just going to be so primed for upsets the week after Halloween. They're going to not- one of those teams is going to beat someone good, and you're going to be like, what? Yep. Like Penn State in 13 overtimes for Illinois. Penn State is bad. They're not bad. What is bad? They're not <laughs> they're Indiana. Average. They're not a contender in the Big Ten. I'll no. say that. No, they, they're not. They, like, in People forget no they were remote, ranked number five against Iowa early in the season yeah. last year. And no remote world does Penn State win the Big Ten this year. There's no, no. way. No. All that said, it. I still think Ohio State wins the Big Ten, and it sounds like you two, too, as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're, they're ready to win one. But again, their toughness is in question. They have questions to prove. They got to be tough. They have no toughness issues when they play us. They get up for our game. Is this how that feels? They get yeah, up they, for our game now. They don't care about you anymore. People are saying they got up for Michigan State and they slept walk through Michigan. Yeah, yeah, it feels right. Um, Quickly, some rapid fire listener questions. It, we kind of answered these, I feel like, based on what we've talked about, but it is interesting to put exact details, and I thought they were good. What do you think the highest ranking of each football team will be this season? Michigan will be two. Let's go eight. Let's go college football playoff poll, not any other poll. What what week is that? What week is that? All right, you guys want to do AP? Well, we can just do AP then. No, the yeah, let's do AP. The let's do October. No, let's do it AP. Comes out after Halloween. Let's do AP. Let's or do the week before first. Halloween. Let's do AP November first. Do AP November first. Don't don't November worry. November first, Grant. Poll. College football no, rankings AP, November first. No, we're doing AP poll because that allows like if you get that false Penn State buzz. AP poll. Michigan two because they're starting the season at eight and they have a cakewalk for the first few weeks. If they beat Iowa, they'll be in great shape. They'll be like number two. Michigan State um, highest they'll get seven because they play Ohio State pretty early and they're gonna lose that game. <laughs> So they're gonna be—they're just gonna hover after that around seven. Uh, 
I got Michigan three because I don't see any world where they jump Ohio State or jump either an undefeated Georgia or Alabama because Alabama plays Texas and Georgia plays Oregon. So even they if they both beat lose. Iowa, then they'd be – But the blue wall. Behind Ohio State. But they're not playing anyone, and they started farther back. That's just how the poll works. MSU will be fifth in the country at one point this season. When? Uh, yeah, those are my two highs. When is Michigan State going to go from 15 to 5, Grant? Going into the Ohio State game. Just for like to buzz that game up? Well, you'll have beaten. Not a single ranked team. You'll have beaten two quality teams going into that game. Three, you'll, have, you'll be five and a five and oh Michigan State team gets there. They'll be like ninth. Um, I have Michigan three as well. I'm with Grant. You're not going to jump Ohio State or somebody else that's undefeated. Unless you beat um, At the end of the year, okay. Yeah, no, no shit, Alex. If you, we're all saying they're not going to beat Ohio State, so they're not. <laughs> and but maybe they will. Michigan State, I have They're crazy. Oh god, I think the highest they get is six or seven. Yeah, see, because that Ohio State because you you'll win to rise up, and then you'll lose, and it'll come down, and then you'll have to come all the way back up because you lost forty nine to fourteen at home to Ohio State. The good thing is you do have redemption to bounce back those rankings right away with Wisconsin, and Michigan, just back to back. Like you want your boost back, here you go. Yeah, so I say like six or seven. Now I have the hypothetical question for you both. Okay. To end, well, to end my segment personally. If Michigan Grant goes undefeated, do they win the national championship this year? No. Just want this on record. No. Evan, if Michigan State goes undefeated through their no. regular season, no. do they win the national championship? No. Alex, does Michigan State do does either team win the Natty if they no do? No and no. So we all agree our teams are not national championship contenders this year. I don't yeah. yeah, no, that's what we just all agreed upon. I think I think Michigan could appear in the game. I think they're better. Like they could win the playoff game. That would be my. If someone asked what the ceiling is. The ceiling is appearing in the national championship game. Evan, Michigan State ceiling, uh, Rose Bowl appearance, which is which semi- is the playoff. No, it's not a playoff, is it? Yeah, it's yeah. Semi- I was told it's not. Maybe I've not. seen people on Twitter say it's a Rose Bowls of playoff, so I just chalked it in, and it feels like we haven't had one in a while. True. So the ceiling is no playoff. Uh, yeah, the ceiling is a New Year's Six Bowl. So not the playoff. My ceiling is non-playoff New Year's Six Bowl. What Alex is yours? Not playoff ceiling is playoff, but not winning semifinal loss. You ever see Miami gets to host the national championship? It's absolutely disgusting. Um, well, no, the more fun thing than the ceiling, Alex, you, this question, what is the lowest ranking of both football teams this season? You go first, Alex. We'll go the same order. Is this like based on what we've all said or like doomsday scenarios? Like wh- what, do you, what do you think? What do you think will be the lowest ranking? Obviously, doomsday is that both are unranked, but like what do you actually think will play out? Michigan. So it's Peach and Fiesta. 14th. Oh, well, then we're wrong. Michigan 14th, Michigan State 21st. That makes sense if you have them going 9 and 3. They yeah, they definitely Oh, after Iowa for- they'll drop to 14 and then they'll win a bunch of games after that. But then you still have two more losses. Yeah, but they're so late. 
a three loss 14th team in the country yeah it's michigan yes there's a tons of three loss teams that are in the top 15 and lowest ranked yeah lowest what I said 14 Rose for Michigan, 21 for Michigan State. Uh, unranked for Michigan State. But you, that makes no sense. You have them going 11 and 1. Yeah, after they get murdered by Ohio State, they fall all the way to 21. All right. Well, that's just now you're not even a believable person. Well, Evan just said unranked and he said 10 and 2. Is this based off of our rankings See, or based off of like our prediction? It's, it's, or? it's just like, what do you think? Like, so if you think they're going to go 10 and 2, they wouldn't. Then you be. can't say they'll be unranked. You shouldn't do what Alex did. It's like, what do you truthfully think will happen this year? I truthfully think they'll get not bent what, over by Ohio what State. What could Florida happen. Time. It's not what could happen, nah, what we yeah. think. What could is they both are unranked at some point. Yeah, that's, that's doomsday. Oh, uh, what we're we saying, think what based, think off of our, based off yeah, of our predictions. people want to visualize on the charts. Okay, and we're at this. Uh, we're now we're Based off of predictions. 17 and 17 for both. Well, we lose, two, we lose two in a row. So, like, we're eight and lose down to 12 and then lose again. Down to say my number 20, 21, 22. You lose twice back to back weeks. They just they just shun you down the, the <laughs> rankings. They don't care where you're at. Michigan will be eighth at one point. Michigan State will be 17th at one point. Eighth for Michigan is the lowest they fall. Yes. Their current they're rankings, they're only going, going up. They're only going to lose one so game. You have to wait after the first TV commercial every single week for the college football rankings before Michigan gets revealed. Every week. It's 11 through 25, then boom, commercial. And then it's 10 through 6, boom, You're commercial. Then they come back that. to the top Honestly, five. when we talked this out loud, they if they only lost Ohio State, they probably wouldn't even fall to 8. They'd probably be at 6. So really, it should be higher, but I guess I just my head thought yes. 8. Yes. If they are undefeated guys... and their last loss is the second to last college football rankings. Yeah. They lose. They you guys know they're high. They're still, they're last still in the talks of like, do they deserve to get in because they're a one loss team? Yeah. But they didn't win the conference. Joey Galloway is coming up with ways they're not supposed to get in <laughs> on TV. I mean, look at their non conference schedule, guys. Yeah. Do you guys know the highs and lows of last year for perspective? You never predicted this last year. Three and unranked at the beginning of the year. Michigan got to two. Michigan was two in the playoffs. Michigan two and unranked. Michigan State three and unranked. No yeah. way we would have ever predicted that last year. No, last year was a dream. It was the best football season I've ever watched in my life. If you held a gun to <laughs> my head and those are both college football playoff rankings, not AP poll. Could you imagine at the beginning yeah. of the year and be like, Grant, Michigan's going to be number two at some point throughout the season. And Alex and Evan, Michigan State would be number three in the college football rankings at some point during the season. Yeah, I'll say no, this person's high on drugs. But I also said There's they'd a- be undefeated in the game against each other. So that was pretty cool. That's my there's best prediction a, in my life. There's a sick part of me in my brain, similar to how like watching Barstool grow, how good Boston was during that stretch, that I think something about this podcast is going to make these teams relevant, like really relevant. Every Just like the Lions are going to make the playoffs. Everything's yeah, like everything's on the rise because of we started this podcast and like we started after the bottom fell out and now we're back and everything's going to be booming. It will be massive in a decade because our sports teams are so relevant. You know how awesome that would be? That'd be the dream. I mean, just, even if we didn't make it on this show, just I wouldn't care if we made it. Watch, if our teams yeah. were that good, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, preseason CFP predictions. I think that's pretty much the last thing. Who's going to be in the playoff by year's end? Yeah. yeah. Which I don't really know. Anyone care to go? No, I don't yeah. care to go first. Alabama, yeah. Georgia, Ohio State. And I'm going to go... 
I'm gonna go. Hmm. Flip a coin. Mm. Don't say one team because that's not right. What team? It's not Notre USC. Dame. No, Notre Dame is not going. USC is not going. They have enough talent. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess. There's always a team that you never think. Guess. Probably Michigan, honestly, guess, looking at the top ten. I'm gonna guess Utah. Mm, trendy pick. Doesn't that doesn't that feel like too like? Because Oregon's gonna lose their first point. game, so Utah is in the driver's seat in Pac-12. It's it's my thing. It's either Utah or Oklahoma. Everyone's like writing Oklahoma off just because they can, can ride Clemson return. Can Clemson figure I'll something go. out? I'll That's go. What everybody thinks, but Alex know. has Clemson. That's why he wants to go. Go ahead. Alex. I had two of the teams. I mean, just said I have. Oklahoma, the four, Clemson, the three, Bama, and Georgia, one and two. You really think Venables has the Sooners in the playoff his first year? So Ohio State beats. I just think the Big Twelve, Michigan, and Michigan State, and they don't make the playoff. Oh wow, that is a miss. Wait, what? Nope, too late. Can't take it back. Georgia out. No, no. Ohio State in. Clip it. What was Alex's four? Alabama, Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, and. Oklahoma. Oklahoma oh, State. Gotta gotta get different. Alex, they lost like seven starters on defense. And they're they starting oh, They lost Rodrigo. Go. You Alabama. Worst hot takes out here. This is not gonna matter. Who Alabama cares? will make it. Stunning. Yep. Stunning prediction. Ohio State will make it. No way, really. Uh, shut up. Um, USC's ranked 14th in the country. How is that possible? Because everyone thinks Who that they're I just going to be that good immediately. Well, DTR's up saying Utah's so already hit Okay, okay, pick. okay. Clemson is back. Clemson makes it. Clemson I love that. Back. Back. They play Wake and Forest then, in uh, NC State yeah. back-to-back weeks. But My no, shocker, not shocker, is no idea who they're starting QB is, but Texas A&M gets in because Jimbo Fisher is due. No, like Jimbo Fisher is overrated, Grant. Over the field, dude. Alex, yeah. Jimbo Fisher everywhere. is like James Franklin. They like, have the highest spread of no, he's four Evan. Five he won a national Alabama. championship game. No. Yeah, he, 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 no, he did. Asterix, last Evan, BCS that's, one. That's and he went to a playoff. That you're putting him and James Franklin on the same tier. Yeah, yes, they're overrated. when he left, Evan? He's overrated. Yeah, yeah he got out because he was it? cheating. So? Well, now his cheating is legal and he's doing a great job of it. Uh, what's it brought him? Well, he beat Alabama last year. He beat he has, Alabama. Uh, he has like the highest mix of four or five stars. We want to win things. We want to win things. I thought they finished Hank fifth in the and we Alabama. beat Alabama. If you beat Alabama, Evan, if Michigan State beat Alabama, it would be a banner. Because it would off. be a postseason play. No, we were supposed to play them in non-conference. They ducked us. Yeah, Nick Saban was too scared to come up to the woodshed. Do we think like? I know the jokes are about being bad, but there's a real chance like Texas is top ten like pretty fast next year. Yeah, well they're gonna, lose, they're gonna they're gonna lose to Alabama, but then like I feel like the Big Twelve. I don't love Oklahoma with the new coach, and I feel like, I like Texas someone has out of the Big Twelve to be surprising. What about Baylor? I don't. People like no Baylor. no Big Twelve team makes the playoffs. Baylor's replacing too much. But Dave Aranda's a better coach than our coaches apparently in all the coaching rankings. Oh. Because mm. he's had one season, two. Oh. Well, he's a highly talented defensive coordinator. Well, I like my coach better. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah. It's your coach. Yeah. Dave um, Arrain or Jim Harbaugh? Jim Harbaugh. Give me Jimmy. Thank you, Alex. 
I mean, I hate Jim Harbaugh, but I'd still take him. James Franklin or Dave Aranda? Nah, Dave Dave Aranda. Thank you. See? See that easy. James Franklin's a moron. Jimbo Fisher, James Franklin. Uh, Jimbo. Oh, my God. Kill myself. (laughs) I would quit watching football. Jimbo or Venables? Jimbo. Venables. No, Evan. Yes. He's never been a head coach. Uh, True. I don't give a... James Brent Franklin Venables has more national championships than Jimbo. Actually, they probably nah, have the same because Jimbo was not the, true. He was not the, true at all. Scapegoat to say no. Oh, James Franklin or Gus Malzahn? Ew. Ugh. Yeah, I'll champion. take the national champion, Gus Malzahn. <laughs> I'll take Gus in a He's stupid sweater vest. into a powerhouse. James Franklin or Kirk Ferentz? It's Ferentz. Kirk Ferentz, bro. It's I'll not Ferentz. I'll take Kirk. I'll take James Franklin strictly on age there. Uh, week zero, which they're calling week one now, thankfully. It's just long. Hawaii is right. an ultimate lock. Northwestern is <laughs> a lock. Hawaii is a lock. I have Northwestern as a lock as well. But guys, we can't share. Hawaii pick. plus eight, lock of the year. Scott Frost is on. has to prove it. I don't understand this guy. Casey Thompson, understand. Nebraska's going to win the Big Ten West. I see you say that name. Who is Casey Thompson? Texas is quarterback. No, that's Quinn Ewers. No, he's quarterback last year. (laughs) What did they do? Well, they had a really good Red River rivalry game. Oh, they lost? Did they win? They lost. They lost. They They should have won. They blew it. He was the the starting quarterback in that game? Yes. Yes. Well, all their touchdown passes were just like little bubbles to Xavier Worthy. What a miss you guys had on that guy. Well, Okay, so <laughs> so do you guys think there's any chance like our teams like like by week nine we're just all like freaking out how good we are again? Like when we play um, each other on Halloween, are we both undefeated? No, because Michigan State plays Ohio State before that. No, but it's well, just gonna be, be one. You know, Ohio State. I haven't said it. Record that. No, clip. I said we're both Alexa, gonna be freaking out by week nine. They'll be both. Both teams will have. Oh, a we play Ohio State early. Yeah, we're not being Ohio State. Combined, we'll have one loss going into that game. God, I wish so we could just big. play all the good teams at the end so we had an incredible run of early season. Yeah, give me Northwestern Illinois to stat pack the beginning of the year. The maximum amount of losses between our two teams on October 29th combined will be two. Each team could potentially have one loss. No. Michigan State could have more. Best college football Three. spread records. Not eight. sure where it's happening on the schedule, Alex. The Minnesota, really Wisconsin, Ohio State as, could lose all three of those games. And Washington nope. could have four losses. Not as good as you. Not as good as you guys. Not as good as you guys. Hawaii's eleven and one since two thousand ten in the first opener, first game openers covers. Well, because they are probably like forty point underdogs, and they just have eleven in one. <laughs> good to know. All right, that- I guess I should officially close it out. Hawaii. Yeah, you should. At Shot of MS everywhere, as I said in the beginning. Social accounts, um, Apple, Spotify, YouTube. With all that being said, cheers to episode 85. Cheers. The high school football, baby. To college football, baby. Week zero. Part of me is just like, do I even want college football for all the nervousness it's going to bring? Okay. Well, I don't even want to leave that in. That's disgusting. Depressing. Get out of here.